Hello everyone and welcome to the Two Have and Two Roll podcast. My name is Oliver. On this show, Robin and myself are going to be speaking about LARP and Empire LARP with our guest, Anthony. Anthony is a LARPer and a player in the Empire LARP system here in the UK. If you have been a player in the Empire LARP system uh, for the past few years, you may have known his most recent character, the Mithril Man. At the most recent Empire event, unfortunately, the Mithril Man met his demise. The death of the Mithril Man inspired many, many memes. Uh, It also inspired some artwork, some songs. Uh, One such song was written by our friend Sue, which we will link down in the description. But we talked to Anthony about what it was like playing such an iconic character. We talk about uh, training. We talk about some of Anthony's other characters that he has played in the Empire LARP system. We do touch on some real good uh, tips for people looking to get into the trading game, into the boss game. If you are watching this on YouTube, make sure that you give us a thumbs up click that subscribe so you know when a new episode is posted if you are listening on your favorite audio platform consider following and leaving us a nice review and with all that out of the way let's get into our conversation with anthony hello everybody we have uh, we have anthony here with us aka in fact i was gonna say aka i'm assuming you, you you're okay with the with the name the Mithril Man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, it just occurred to me that I was just about to say, AKA the Mithril Man. I'm like, oh, what? What if Anthony absolutely hates that? Hates that name? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it, it's. I, I yeah. I, I sort of became a thing, and I sort of went. Well, like, I can go two ways with this. I can either fight it and go and then be a bit of a downer, but actually, mm. I'll take the Mithril Man. Yeah. So, so what was the what was the what was the character's name? Because I look, like, everyone uh, just knows you as the Mithril Man. Uh, the character was Adon Imartan. Uh huh. And and it, were they with what nation? I, I don't even know. That's the thing. I don't even. I, I don't even know what 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 nation were you in. Tell us uh, all about them. <laughs> uh, I was so Adon was. Yeah, he was in the Brass Coast. Uh, he was he was a Demiro, which is sort of the sort of sort of group leader concept, but it's more mm-hmm. of a representative. You're not in charge. You're mm-hmm. you're sort of last person to leave the room when negotiation starts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I started out as a as a as a fairly small end merchant. Uh, I came in from a previous character that I wasn't having a lot of fun with, and went. I've been in the Brass Coast before. I'll give it a go. Yeah. And then, you know, so it essentially, just started growing and growing, and yeah, did, did quite a lot of trading and yeah. got up to got up to the heights the Mithril Man got up to. <laughs> so, so, so how long did you how long did you play the Mithril Man for? Uh, he, this was my ninth event as yeah. a, as a don. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so for people that tune in that, that didn't know what happened at the last event, the, the Mithril Man is no more, right? Um, Indeed. And and we can't we can't talk about the because it's still active game. We can't talk about um, exactly what what happened and what is what is going to happen. Um, yeah. So, so, so the boilerplate text I can mm-hmm. give out is mm-hmm. uh, I I can't comment on uh, anything that's happened. I see, except to say I will be starting a new character at E one. Mm. Um, and obviously that that is I think it's it's fairly out there that he's dead. I don't think anyone yeah. I don't think anyone's disputing that he's been killed. No. Um but yeah, I can't I can't do a who was it or what did they look like or anything no. like that. But I can I can I can I'm absolutely happy to talk sort of in general about what went on. Yeah, because I mean he was he was that much of the much of a, a legendary character, so at the end of this event <laughs> <laughs> we had apparently decided <laughs> decided that uh, right at the end um the the news was going round that uh, a throne had been 
um, elected. And it was it was a little bit like, you know, I think it's because we've been waiting so long as well. But, you know, there was people shouting, we have a throne, we have a throne. Someone came up to Dawn, went, Dawn, we have a throne. We were like, oh, OK, cool. And then, not like ten minutes later, this big, this big, uh, this big mob comes like fr- from one end of dawn. So I was at the start of this. Were mob you at the start? Of it? it was a mob. You, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, um, you, you didn't start. Someone the mob, did came you? up to me and they were like, "Have you heard the news?" I was like, "Yeah, we have a throne. Then we didn't have a throne. Then we might have a throne. Cool." They went, "No, the Mithril Man is dead." <laughs> and then Gaston in dawn heard this. He went, "Who did it?" And someone went. Navarre. So we marched to Navarre. <laughs> we basically did this like yeah. march around all the nations until there was a mob like at the brass coast, like a full mob of people shouting and screaming and chanting. <laughs> yeah, and that's so when I... you joined us. <laughs> So, so I think Tiggs, Tiggs was the one who, who started the uh, group of concerned citizens. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it's I, I heard sort of the, the shouts at, at the trial and things, and I thought, ah, ah that's in that direction. A military council have just mm-hmm. decided something big and important. Yeah. And then I started to hear the chants of the Mithril Man and went, oh, shit, that's for me. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so so, you, so you, what, where were you at this point then? So were you... Um, were you able to be like out, out, out of character, or were you just a body for? Uh, so I'd been, my body had been taken. So once, once it had happened, and, mm-hmm. and your timers go down, you, know, you can no longer be speak with dead and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the ref essentially goes, right, I'm going to leave you now. You can play a body for as long as you like, or you can. It's all they all read it off. They all, they can all get it off their tablet. A lot of them have got it okay, memorized. Yeah. Um, and you can go to God and start a new character if you like. And then we looked at the time and went, actually, there's only thirty minutes left in the event. Um, but no, so my, my body got, my, Adon's partner was, was notified and they sort of came and got yeah. the body and then the, a, a group that Adon had worked with sort of brought the body back. And we were just, I was lying in just outside my tent in the Brass Coast un, un, under the awning, just, just watching the world go by, having sort of people from the coast, my, my political rivals, etc., come by and <laughs> tell my body how much they hated me. Um <laughs> But it's Brass Coast, like we're, we're honest to a fault. Yep. And it was, you know, I didn't like you, but you did a lot of work. It's <laughs> it's, it's a quite a contrast to uh, our, our story in Dawn, right? It's, yeah. just, it's just completely the other way. <laughs> oh dear. So you are to essentially, so you essentially were a body as people came to talk. So it's when you heard all the chants and everything is that where you kind of were were you still being like a body at that point or yeah were you so I, I i stayed in as a body until end of event uh there was, right, there was okay. only an hour it bluntly i could have done with a lie down yeah. um but yeah, yeah my, my my heart was going obviously i was going through all that sort of first shock of sort of grief and, and surprise yeah. and things and yeah uh so i actually have having you know having a lie down having some nice chill People come over, role play at me more than with me. Yeah. Uh, that 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 was sort of really why. And it was nice to hear, you know, all the mm. all the people I'd you know got on with and annoyed and done deals with. Sort of a nice sort of lull to the end of the character. Yeah, yeah. So because you so you wouldn't have seen, actually just seen or heard the trial because we were at we, we were at the we were at the trial. Yeah, yeah. So so I I didn't didn't see it at all. Yeah. Did, didn't even see the mob as it was going past. Mm. I I heard the cheer at the sentence and the cheer at the execution. <laughs> Um, oh, that's pretty that, cool. that was the only context I've got. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty cool. Well, yeah, while we were all standing there, basically everybody's like shouting, like, Mithril Man, Mithril Man. They're like chanting it. And then everybody was told to shush. 
So everybody just started going, Mithril Man, Mithril Man. <laughs> and I was going off. It was, it was, it was incredible. Like you, you, your death was incredible. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the one thing about but, death, yeah. isn't it? Like it, it does, it gives people so much game, even though it, it can yes. really suck. It gives people a lot of game. So I, I had a, a someone in me, one of my former groups, uh, sort of reach out and then say, you know, sorry you lost him, but your characters never go quietly, do they? Um, so. I had I was the gatekeeper of vigilance as well as my first character, okay. despite wow. being dedicated to justice for several years and Ooh. no one checked. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so Someone that was wasn't vigilant. The... <laughs> exactly. And I, I'm stood there, you know, sort of the, at the end of the day, it was sort of seen as the sort of second in command of the vigilance assembly. And I'm this, you know, I'm, I'm treating with a whisper gallery. I'm doing all these dodgy foreign deals. And eventually it just comes to my trial. And, you know, they do me for treason, impersonation of an imperial official. You know, they, they really throw the book at me. Mm-hmm. And then I go in, I have, I have a, a priest who's a mate of mine. They, they gave a really great virtue defense. And the magistrate went, well, yeah, we'll write 25 thrown fine. And I'm stood there going, no, 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 I'm, I'm planning to retire this character. Come on, let's, let's do something here. Um and I so essentially go as a, as a justice cultist go no that that that's not what justice is no we're not having that and I've got an enchantment of with five seconds roleplay you may choose to die so it's in the middle of the trial I just go no I think not and die <laughs> middle of the hub <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that is that is a weird was that your was that your first empire character that that was my first it was my first empire character I had him for a couple of years oh, doing. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so I came in sort of very sort of have a drink, go off to battle, sort of immerse myself in the world. And I, yeah. I gradually got pulled into the priest game and, and then found I quite liked it. Started yeah. getting a bit bored with him and then started to do, do the riskier things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so how, how long ago was this? Like, when did you start playing Empire? So I've, I've been with Empire nearly since the beginning. Wow. Um, I was I wasn't on the playtest or anything like that, but mm. I was I've been doing it. Well, I came down with with my university mates sort of probably ten years ago now. Um, yeah, um, as a, but didn't really sort of get involved as it were. Didn't I wasn't a very good role player back then. Bluntly, um, mm-hmm. I, I didn't have the confidence to go out and throw myself into the world mm-hmm. um, until you know eventually I got I got dragged into the priest game by some people who were didn't really know at the time but are now are now really good friends and yeah i've sort of sort of taken up from there and moved on to move on to other things yeah was, um i mean it sounded like that was sort of planned for your first character death but was it um <laughs> i definitely started going off the rails mm-hmm. i definitely started going this character's getting a bit boring mm-hmm. let's do something exciting and if that kills me so be it mm-hmm. um <laughs> that was a you know I, i'm looking to get more out of this character because if I stay as I am, I'm just going to get bored mm-hmm. and fall. And and I'd rather have an ending with some meaning that I like than just go, well, I'm done with the character now. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and was, was there a contrast between that, that character going and, and the Mithril Man going? Because I know I know for us, the, the, the things that usually stick were like stung for us for our characters was just like things undone, things we hadn't got to do or things we were part the way through, you know? Yes and no. So... Obviously, I'm. I'm. There, there was. I don't had a lot on his plate. Um, you know, the 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 Mithril Empire was funding other plots. It was. It was involved in. I uh, quite often had people to go. We've got this really exciting thing that we want to do. That's going to get us this amazing item at the end of it, but it's going to cost like forty mana, and 
we haven't got anything. And I'll essentially go at that point because Adon sort of didn't do charity. He was very prosperity is the thing you earn earn for yourself. Yeah. Um, so it was always, okay, so let, let's form a company here. Mm-hmm. I'll put up the money. You'll do the legwork. Whatever comes out at the end, we'll split. Um, so there's a few of those, those, those companies dotted around the field that are still, uh, that have got a few less shares to pay out now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... And, but those crop plots are still going to happen. And a lot of them are still with my mates. Like the, the main one I've got is with uh, with my partner and some old friends. So they've still got that plot. They've still got, I mean, Damian's partner, uh, sorry, Don's partner, Damian, wasn't wasn't poor either by any imagination. So they're still going to have fun with it. That plot's still going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get to move on to other things and, and then go into other shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you think you'll you'll shift gears quite a bit or do you think you you, you yeah. quite like the trade? Yeah, you're going to just... Yeah, I, I, if I if I never see a five throne coin with my next character, I'll be happy. Um, I I seriously debated going into a Dornish noble just so I couldn't deal with money, even if I wanted to. Um, it's, been, it's great. Been... <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's great. I mean, sometimes it's a little bit a little bit frustrating when you're like, I need this thing, but. <laughs> but you know, so I've got I've got a group of, I've got a group of mates in in league playing some sort of up and coming scrappy group that's mm-hmm. you know a, a miles and away reserved from the you know political priests and and mithril traders that I've, I've played before yeah. so it's going to be going to be an interesting sort of bit to find, to find my range with yeah yeah so you so Mr Man obviously your most recent character as um so have you just had the have you had the two characters in so um, I've, I've Empire had... or so in the middle so I'm going into my point five Go for it. <laughs> um, so I'm going to my fifth character. So uh, I had Arn, who was that that political priest we talked about earlier. Um, I had a, another freeborn called Armand, who uh, got made a sorcerer after he was already dead. Um, <laughs> okay. So we're busy. We're part of a group group of Hackham, sort of the magical sages of the mm-hmm. Brass Coast, who sort of mediate disputes and mm-hmm. things. Um, and we'd gone out to battle and like three-fifths of the group were dead mm-hmm. and we were all looking around and this is a really big group concept we're not going to have the same fun well i said to myself i'm not going to have the same fun um you know for playing him anyway so i went okay what 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 could i do to actually get get some game out of this and to and to wrap the character up and i went well actually i've got a lot of winter magic and like i can solo the territory curses and like Urizen was in charge of that battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I may have cursed all mana sites in Urizen. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Um, which didn't make me many friends. Um, so the, the, the surviving member of, of my coven went out and put a declaration of sorcery in against me for, for misusing magic. Um, the next event, we had some really tense role play of, you know, the reasons I did it, the reasons they thought it was a bad idea, mm-hmm. and that sort of loyalty of our dead friends and things like that. Um, and it was, you know, really interesting. It was going to go into the, the the eight o'clock conclave session. It was like the second item on the agenda because back in the day, you know, the items were done by the order they were submitted. Uh, and I died in the seven thirty skirmish. <laughs> yeah not 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 deliberately in the slightest um but yeah i was uh caught a paralyzed mid unstoppable during the retreat 
paralyzed. Um, <sighs> yeah. Uh, and then and the, mon and the monster sort of came up to me afterwards and goes, sort of, what? the monster didn't realize that paralyzed stops unstoppable. And they didn't realize that was going to kill me. So, yeah, that was tense. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, I've, I've spoken to a few people who've lost their characters on just a, you know, they're literally about to do something that night. Like, oh, I'm just going to nip out to the skirmish and then. Oh, it was, it was exactly that. So I'd, mm. I'd, I'd just been paid to go out because he had a, a side business in just cursing people. Yeah. Uh, so if you wanted someone cursed, I could do most of the curses solo. Um, oh, but, you know, I really <laughs> would have loved to have met him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he was, oh, he, he was always he was really high lineage draw gear, really freeborn, really so that, that that you mentioned there's someone you don't like and he's right there going, which curse would you like? Yeah. Oh, um, I want to know him. <laughs> but yeah, so I'd, I'd gone out and I'd done a cursing on, on a Dawlish one. I think it was one of the tall stacks. Uh -huh. um, and he yeah. took it really well, took it like an absolute <laughs> champ. Um, you know, re really cheerful, really chipper about and go well well i understand you're just being paid um and then he just went well we've got a few slots on this skirmish do you want to join us <laughs> never just go on a skirmish no 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 <laughs> know who you're fighting no i didn't know where armand died mm -hmm. I, oh you didn't even know it's just it's yeah it's in a field somewhere yeah uh, i i know it was druge mm-hmm but I didn't know that before I walked through the gate. Yeah, no. If if I if I go on a skirmish, I think there I think there would have been a time if I got into Empire maybe a bit earlier and I was a little bit more fit and I was like, yeah, I could be like, yeah, you know what, I'm gonna do loads of skirmishes and and just go on all all of them and just be that character. Um, I probably would have then. But now if I go on a skirmish, like I I want to know like exactly where we're going. It it baffles me sometimes when I'm on people on the skirmish with people and people just like it's halfway through the skirmish like. What are we supposed to be doing? <laughs> Just like, what's we So I think a large part of it as well, you know, losing an ATEX B character, obviously you've got all the emotional investment, but, mm. but mechanically, and then let's be honest, LARPers have a thing for mechanically. Um, losing an ATEX B character isn't really losing anything. Mm. You know, whereas if you go out and you've been at Empire for for 10 years you've got an 18 xp character yeah or a 20 xp character or you know you know there are, there are i'm sure mages and urizen who have got law six and do not leave their camp yeah yeah i mean it's it's, it's totally understandable as well like it's, it, it really is like i think because we, we what were we robin we were we luckily we didn't actually spend because we we got an experience like after that event yeah. that we, we died so luckily because i would have just spent it but yeah. yeah, I think we we lost like four experience points. But even that, like that yeah. hurt yeah. a little bit. You're just like, uh, oh. yeah. So so Adon Adon was eight XP mm -hmm. um, because he didn't need skills. He didn't go out and fight. He didn't really cast magic. Yeah, I think I had some ritual law when he died. Mm -hmm. um, but that was, and you know, if, if I'd have been thinking about it, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. I'd have had some unstoppables. I'd have had something, and I might have might have ended differently. But oh, God, you tell you yeah. what, we. Um... I don't know if you, you've, you've done it with your most recent character, but yeah, like um, we went through the whole process of just like, it's like a, it's, it's a grieving process, right? And no, you, yeah. you, go, you go through that and you're just like, oh, if I'd done this, if I'd taken that potion before I ran out there, or if I'd given a potion to someone else, and then I had used this ability instead of this ability, maybe. Uh, mm. Yeah, so, so, so absolutely that. So I, uh, Adon had, had a hired bodyguard the whole event. Um, and obviously it just started raining and, and the bodyguard who's very, very, very close to uh, went, oh, damn, 
I've just I've left some stuff outside my tent. Do you mind if I clock off a bit early and and go and put it in? Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and obviously, there's no way you say no to that. There was absolutely no circumstance you go no. Yeah. But I, I'm sat back and going, well, if I'd have just gone with him. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I like you say it, it's it, there's you can get a certain amount of solace from looking back and going, well, actually, you know, human error is human error. It's going to happen, but you can't, you can't dwell on it. You've, you've got to move forward. Yeah. Also like, like what, what, a, <clears throat> what a, an amazing name the company chose for itself, profound decisions, because it's just like, damn, that keep, that, that keeps coming back. Yeah. Cause it's just like, yeah, you do, it yeah. really does. It's yeah. like the, the sort of grieving thing as well. Yeah. I always thought yeah, it was meant to be like five stages. And I just, in my head, I was like, well, I assume they come one after the other. Right. No. Like, I didn't expect having a character death to make me feel all of those things at the same time yeah. and just, like, waking up in the middle of the night and just being like, I'm so angry at this now, you know? It's just, yeah. it's so, crazy. So I have to say, this is, this is definitely the, the, the easiest sort of big character death grieving I've ever done. The, the response mm -hmm. from the community, the, the memes, the songs. Oh, the, the memes. The, the artwork. <laughs> I, have, I have never before seen the Empire Mod team have to go. <laughs> can we can we put the memes in, please? It's the fact I, that they put the number of memes yeah, in like... 21. <laughs> oh, and there are more. As soon as that stopped, I just started being sent memes. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what was their excuse? They were, they were like, "Oh yeah, we want to because we're, we're losing. We're, we're lo we can't find when people are actually asking um, yeah. for help because there's so <laughs> many." <literal laughs> yeah, but no, there are. Just, there's at least two people who have written a song. Mm -hmm. um, there's uh, one of my mates is going to be selling Princess Diana style mugs for Adon the Mithril Man Martan. I want one. Yeah, there's uh, some postcards going around. Yeah. Um, uh, on the on so on the Saturday night, so there was the Freeborn Festival of the Broken Wheel, sort of a bit like a Fool's Day sort of mm -hmm. thing. Okay. Uh, and myself and my partner were going around selling mains of Withmill. Uh, it says completely what? fake thing. Like <laughs> it was. Okay. Uh, it was. It was a bit of paper with hallowed, so it had an aura on. Oh, so the whole that's... point of sort of Broken Wheel is it teaches you a virtue. Okay. So anyone who buys a wane of Mythmill deserves to learn a lesson. Okay. Um, yeah. And it was great fun. People really bought it. We weren't being like con artists or anything. We were selling them for like four or five rings. They and they were obviously not boss nuts. Yeah. Um, and a number of new players. We also just you know took took the broken wheel clothes off and went. This is what broken wheel is. Mm. Don't trust a freeborn wearing white tonight. <laughs> uh, and then and then a lot of them bought them anyway. Yeah. Um. But yes, yeah, so, uh, but there's a number of people who've got those. I think eight of them went out. Mm -hmm. And obviously those were some of the last things that Mithril Man sold. Yeah. So there's people going, well, this is collectible now. It's collectible. It is. Um, I, I signed, as much uh, as Mithril now. Well. <laughs> so I, I signed a couple of autographs because yeah, apparently I have a fan base. That, that surprised me. Like I knew people were making jokes and things. But I genuinely wasn't expecting to hit the field and go, mm -hmm. hey, can you sign this for me? So the I think the Lee group, the the Serotoni Circus or okay. the, yes, the, yes. the the ones the really cool ones in all yeah. black leather trousers, <laughs> very kickabayo, very really, really good committed role players. Uh, just just ran up to me like several times over the event. We love you, Mithril Man. And I'm going, What do I do? <laughs> um, 
But yes, well, I, ended up, I ended up signing a fan for them, so I'm sure mm-hmm. that's going to be on an auction house at some point soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, and you know, Dogemon people have been really good. They've been, they've been really respectful, and they're reaching out and just mm-hmm. going, "Hey, you know, sorry, sorry, you've lost the Mithril Man." Some of them even know his name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're planning to do this. Is this okay? Yeah. Do you know? Is your character? Do you mind if we make some postcards? That's really do you cool. Mind if, yeah. 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 And absolutely, and absolutely, you know, I've I've, I've not said no yet. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, some of the stuff is more I see. Like I've had some people ask, well, you know, are you, do you mind if we sort of cast whispers through the black gate so we can have like one last conversation? And I've sort of gone, well, that's an I see question. Um, OC. The fizz rep might be available. It'll depend on sort of my next character, what I'm up to. Um, if you want someone to talk to, I see about that. Um, you know, a Don had a partner. Yeah. Might be yeah. worth talking to them. Um, but obviously, sort of trying to toe that line between me going, well, no, ab- absolutely not. Only my partner gets to do that, which mm. isn't something I can do. It isn't something I'd want to do. But also for people who genuinely do just want it to be that that last celebration, that last, uh, that last bit of content from the mithril man if you will sort of did not 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 deny that opportunity by one group doing it on their own and and they're not letting anyone else know yeah it's, it's an odd yeah. thing isn't it because you like you're not it's it, like larp's bizarre because you can literally like be there for your own funeral and it's 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 weird to have lot, lots of people like yeah. going oh we're organizing this this for the characters that for the characters and it's like oh okay <laughs> yeah so i've so obviously I was I was I played in the boss quite a lot mm-hmm. and at and at the boss auction the um, player of Marta one of the civil mm-hmm. servants has said they're gonna they're gonna aim to hold a moment silence for a don before the auction starts which is a wonderful gesture you know all his colleagues all his, all his economic rivals all sat in a room and I'm just going I'd love to be there but I can't be there I can't I can't go to my own characters moment of silence so i've chatted with one of the photographers who's going to go down and, nice, and get yeah. some snaps of it for me and obviously my my partner's going to be there and then they can tell me all about it um but yeah so it's also sort of a, a proper end to the character because don when when he died had a boss seat and what happens when you die with a boss seat is it's auctioned off mm-hmm. and then your next of kin whoever's in your will gets sort of a, a share of what you paid for it so i had one season left so they're going to get 40 thrones and if it doesn't raise that as a whole process mm-hmm. of how that money gets put together but that's not until saturday afternoon so a doll at the very least mechanically is still going to be having an impact on the field until until mid-saturday yeah yeah so so how how did you get into that game did you when you when you um made it on did you did you go right okay I'm, I'm, that's the game i, I want to chase the, the boss game or did you just fall into it uh so i made a don so my my third character hasn't really been mentioned. Uh, I had essentially left the group because I had a bit of a falling out with mm-hmm. with one of the other people in it, and it's happens. Obviously, we're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're past it now. We, we chat, we're civil, but I was I was playing a political advisor to someone who struggled to take advice, and we were both at fault there. Yeah. Uh, so I, I <laughs> literally just went, okay, you know, what have I got kit for? And I had a previous freeboard, and so I went, okay, I've got some kit in my car. And I went, okay, what, what vaguely, you know, what, what can I do without, you know, making arrangements, without, without jumping into anyone in the field? And I just went, okay, well, I'll, I'll go in, I'll ta- start, I'll have a business, I'll have some money, I'll try and make some money. I've sort of did that on the side as my Wintermark character, but I never, mm-hmm. never made a proper go of it. Um, and, you know, I was trading, obviously, the things everyone trades, artisan resources, you know, mana, things like that. And I 
quite quickly got to the point where you go, well, actually, A, I'm enjoying this. B, yeah. I'm actually making quite a lot of money. Um, so by I came into that character on Saturday morning. By the end, by like Sunday two o'clock, I bought my first Wayne of Mithril. What? Yes. <laughs> you can do that? What? Yes. What did you? Hang on, what's, what? What are we doing wrong? What did you start? Did someone give you a little jump start, or did, or did you? No. Nope, just... So I started with one throne, one crown, and eighteen rings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that is that is that's so incredible. that's so cool that you can actually do that in the game because that's what it's I like about the trading game in in Empire. It doesn't like you can you can um like uh, Robin's dad came to Empire for the first time uh, this event. He didn't spend any like in, I think he I think he gambled a couple of his rings, but that was it. We had a whole a whole weekend with with pretty much no in character money or resources and had a whale of a time. Like you don't you don't need you don't need to have the resource yeah. and money, do you? But if you want to, <laughs> and those those kind of tie together. So because there are so many characters who don't really have a use for the resource, you know who you know have got a military unit. It made them. You know, twelve gloaming. Uh, what do I do with this? I can't drink it. You know, you go yeah. well. Actually, you know, I can give you quite a lot of drinking money for your twelve iridescent gloaming. Um, and I think Adon's thing was always he was never the best price in the field, and I absolutely never pretended to be. But he was always convenient. Yes, he was always you could <laughs> you could tread the field and get you know two crowns more for your one wane of mithril. Yeah. And you'll spend about half an hour trying to find someone who'll give you five thrones for it. Or I've got four and six right here. Um, and it, they were selling convenience. Yeah. And that, that's all I was doing. Yeah. Um, and I think you people look at the trading game and see it as being quite big and quite intimidating. But actually, it's lots of little things. It's really mm -hmm. easy yeah. to break down. It is... Look around the field. I wouldn't use the publications that are in the field to give you prices. Okay. They are... Even, you know, even assuming the best one in the world, prices are a really difficult thing to get a grasp on. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it is, it's buy low, it's sell high. You make a couple of rings here, a couple of rings there, and it starts to add up. So, you know, by the time you're trading, you know, 20 gloaming, you're buying at 18, you're selling at 22, you're making half a throne a trade. Yes. And then the, the other bit of advice I always gave is get into the boss game as quickly as you can. So I, I very deliberately, when I decided I wanted to be a trader, when I want to be a big, a, high, a sort of boss middleman, mm -hmm. yeah. a buy from the people who've got the seats, sell one or two to people who want to do their personal resource, not build a massive army, not do a fort, but you know you've got a military unit for two wanes of myth, or you have a bigger military unit, because there wasn't. That was the difficulty I saw. If you if you weren't in the game, in the boss game, it was really hard to get hold of these things. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Like, I, I got I got two wanes. I did it. I did it. The good old Dornish Nightway. I won a tournament, <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's how I got my mithril. <laughs> so, no idea how I would have got it otherwise. <laughs> but yeah, but once you're in the boss game, you're no longer trading for you know a ring or two rings profit on your dragon bone or whatever it is. You're trading for a crown or two crowns profit on your on your boss wanes. Mm -hmm. So so mm. is that there, there's so there's a, an actual like tier system then because the so. So the the, the boss seats are obviously their their things that give you. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not in in this game. So the okay. boss seats, 
they are thing they are something that someone holds and it gives you a resource right once yes. a year so a boar seat the place is a mine or a quarry or something that physically makes these materials mm -hmm. so like a gr the great mine at briante is a boar seat the boar seat a title is a title that you buy and it means that for a year you own the production of that place so i was the boar seat holder for seren's wisdom seren's wisdom is an ilium mine that meant every season i bought it for four seasons seren's wisdom makes 10 ilium and i get that ilium in my player pack and I bought, essentially, I bought that 10 ilium in advance. So that, that 40 ilium in advance. Mm -hmm. um, so that's sort of the the highest tier of the boss game, as it were. Mm -hmm. the, the proper seats. Mm -hmm. You then, slightly below that, you've got the things like the very small seats um, and the ministries. And to a certain degree, the national seats as well. Yeah. Um, they're much less expensive, but they still give you a direct supply. You're still picking them up in your player pack. Yeah. 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 Below that, which is where sort of Adon, Adon was for a very long time, you've got what I call the middleman game, or the middle person game, I should, I should mm -hmm. probably say, mm -hmm. that people who buy boss seats have got hundreds and hundreds of thrones. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go into the exact details of who's got how much but you can you can look up on the wiki of how much they're spending on these boss seats mm. it is you know 500 thrones in some cases they have better things to do with their time than to go out in the field mm -hmm. and sell 22 individual bits of mithril mm -hmm. and sometimes they're under contract you know sometimes you know dawn wants to build a new army it's cheaper for them to just buy a boss seat than it is to buy the mithril okay yeah because obviously, right, you're then, okay. then you're not paying the seat holder's profit margin and you're not paying the middle person's profit margin. Mm -hmm. You're getting it straight at cost. Yeah. yeah. So, um, again, my, my own finances as a Don, I, I bought my seat at four thrones per ring of Ilium. And I sold my Ilium at four and two. Now, if I'd have had a middle person in that, if I didn't do my own middle personing, you'd probably have been paying four and four for it. Yeah. Which actually is, is quite a lot more than... You know, that, that's a significant increase over the four thrones you get off the boss because you've got all these people in the middle. Um, and it, again, comes back to selling convenience. You know, you're if you're hunting down a boss seat holder, the odds are they've already sold it. Yeah. They're either, they're either under contract for it or some enterprising middle person like me has swept in at, you know, half past eight on a Friday and gone, well, actually, you know, what stock, are you, what stock have you got that you want sold? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and I think middle personing in the boss is a lot less popular than it used to be. Back when I was my winter marker, back when I was my previous freeborn, you did see not a lot, but you saw a few people going around mm -hmm. with, you know, one or two wanes in their pockets, trying to make a couple of crowns on them. Um, since doing it as a don, I don't think you find it nearly as much. What do you think it's down to? Larger player base or...? Yeah, so I think it's a combination of it's a larger player base with the same amount of wanes in the system. Because yeah. we haven't, we've built a few oh, ministries, yeah. we've done a bit here and there, but it's not like, you know, I think we've conquered one mithril mine in the time we've been in play. Uh, the Crawling Depths in Ossium. Okay, yeah. Uh -huh. um, I 
think I might I might be wrong. Someone someone might go out and completely correct me there. So in you know the ten years of play, the mithril supply from seats has increased by twelve. Yeah, that's pretty crazy in ten years. <laughs> yeah, and. <laughs> And obviously, you had some really weird economic effects. You know, you go back to E1, Y1, mm-hmm. and, you know, you could buy Wayne's for three or four crowns. <laughs> you know, the seats went for a couple of thrones. Yeah. Because there wasn't yeah. the money in the system. No. When yeah. everyone turns up and they've got one throne, one crown, and 18 rings yeah. from their business, mm-hmm. it actually did quite a large expense to buy a, smith, a seat for five thrones. Yeah. You've got to have five mates. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 But then, like you said, now it's you've got groups with... Hundreds and hundreds of thrones, <laughs> thousands. But yeah, it's cool. <laughs> you know, and if you've, you've got groups, you know, in in their back supply, you've got a thousand of each material and a hundred of each boss material. And like you look at that and go, literally, you could build a fort with that. You could build half an army with that. But what? But they're right. One day, the empire will absolutely be up a creek without a paddle. Yeah. If it doesn't lay its hands on 20 mithril yeah, yeah. you know it you know we've, we've, we've authorized the building of this army mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. two o'clock on a sunday and we've got our maths wrong we're 20 mithril short that's what those supplies are for yeah right okay and not necessarily from profiteering for some groups it absolutely is it's so they can go up and go well we've got 20 mithril <laughs> uh but there are other groups who are doing it genuinely for you know these are LARPers. There's a certain level of incompetence that will inevitably strike. Well, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and, they're, you know, the group I'm thinking of, who obviously I'm not going to name, are really good beans of going, well, actually, here is a, here is what we paid for the Mithril and pay us a couple of extra. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we are an empire and mm-hmm. we are, you know, a lot of people do view us as one team. Um, <laughs> different different groups and then different nations have got perspectives on that. but. Mm. You know, there are a lot of people who are genuinely, who, who for the Empire is, is genuinely a, a thing that people do. Yeah. I remember yeah. before we had our first throne, the only way you got anything done in the field was getting people to listen to you when you went, well, we should do it for the good of the Empire. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. work, doesn't work that was, well. <laughs> that was the reaction that, that happened a lot. And I think that was that was one of the reasons why we got uh, Blizzbesser on the throne. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. actually the Empire needed a policy. Yeah. The Empire needed some direction. The Empire needed to be an empire. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to just 10 squabbling nation states. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing because it's taken it's taken it's taken so long as well for us to get another another throne as well that it's just like well, it, at some point it stops becoming <laughs> stops becoming an, an empire <laughs> if you don't have someone yeah, on the yeah. throne, you know. Um, that the these like it's not it, it really isn't my wheelhouse all these like currency and game currencies. But what interests me with um like these game economics is that I don't know if you agree or not, but you, but you want them to be like. A bit unstable because that's where you get fun out of it right if it if it's too if it's a well-oiled machine of an economy then it's not going to be as fun um so i i absolutely love the design of empire's economy so i've i've been sort of in or adjacent to the boss for, for the two big crashes the weirwood crash a couple of years ago and the white granite crash last season okay. those were caused by players um you know there's some people who accuse them of causing it deliberately there's some people who say well actually it just happened but at the end of the day there are six major boss consortium 
there were six boss seats for sale. Anyone who doesn't expect those consortia to all put their heads together and go, well, hang on. We could just not bid each other up. We could just take one each. <laughs> and like, if you don't do that, you're just making a donation to the Imperial Treasury. Because mm-hmm. that's how it works. The way Senate gets its money, mm-hmm. some of it comes from like regional taxation and things. Mm-hmm. But I, pro- I don't know the exact numbers, but I, th- I think a majority of it comes from the proceeds of the boss auction. Mm-hmm. So when the boss auction goes really cheap, Senate has no money. Um, so I remember the first time it happened in the Weirwood crash, the Senate actually had to look at, look down its list of like fortresses and armies and go, right, which of these are we not funding this season? Because the Senate had a deficit. Yeah. And it, I think it scrapes together enough money from private donations and things that it didn't have to actually start, start anything. But the boss caused that. And the only way to stop it is to have more players in the boss game. Yeah. yeah. Because this season, there were only four Mithril seats. And again, six Consortia and kind of um, Adon and, and his partner and, mm-hmm. and a few of our friends. We're not really a Consortia. We're just a load of people with money who fancy our odds. Um, and the, this season, with so few seats and the same amount of interest, there was a record high. I think the boss auction made more money this season than it's ever made. And the Senate were overjoyed. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. It, it was always people complain at boss holders because they went, oh, but boss materials are incredibly expensive. No one can afford 10 thrones to upgrade a military unit. And if we could, it's not worth it. And then you've got the other side of that, which is the pressure from Senate going, well, we want more money, we want more money, we want more money. But the way Senate gets more money is boss holders pay more for their wains. Mm-hmm. So you can't have both. You can yeah. either have a well-funded Senate or cheap wanes. And I think a lot of people missed that, not knowing the sort of depths of the game of going, well, that's why those two things are, you can't have both. Yeah, yeah. So you've you got to, you you know, it's, it's part of playing the game. You've got to hit that hit that balance. Even on, even on a smaller level, because, you you know, you, it's like, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to represent a, an economy of an entire empire, but it's only like... Yeah. 2000 yep. people knocking about in a field and i think it's really cool that even at a, at a low level you can say the right things to and do the right things to jack prices up on certain uh certain materials and things like that <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's, it's quite impressive that you can do that as a single player yeah so i remember when there's the, there's a ministry that makes mithril called the overseer of the gloaming road mm-hmm. and it was actually okay. one of our one of our foreign neighbors had a had a, had a blight on their butterflies so they couldn't make any iridescent gloaming so they essentially went what have we not got iridescent gloaming what are, what are we, what do we have mithril hey empire do you want to swap a load of iridescent gloaming for a load of mithril but that didn't hit the field that wasn't in a wind of fortune that was in like two lines in an ambassador's report <laughs> okay <laughs> and overnight gloaming went from about 13 14 rings i'd have to check my 50 squid all the way up to a crown each from this one guy going, hang on, the Faradun have offered to swap gloaming for mithril. And just that, why it wasn't literally why it was, you know, they, they put a small team together and I'm sure they made out very richly off of the start of the gloaming road. Yeah, I, I, um, I think it, that's so cool though. <laughs> yeah. 
And yeah, there's there's a lot of things that could have been done there. Yeah. You know, if mm. if players had you know talked to a Faraden NPC, I'm mm-hmm. sure all of the Faraden NPCs from that event would have had the briefing. Well, actually, you know, we've got a bite on our butterflies. Yeah. And players could have then started to piece that together and go, hang on, does that mean gloaming's worth more to you? Um. But so it's now it's a lot more formal these days. It's in a ministry. It's got like a set rate of return. Okay. Right. You know, you can these days go on the wiki and look up what the gloaming rogue does. As I recall, it's these days fairly awful because gloaming is quite expensive mm-hmm. and the mithril's not great. Mm-hmm. You don't get a lot of it. But mm-hmm. I, I think that's the thing. If you can, you can be individuals and make a difference but as the economic game's getting so big mm-hmm. that's becoming harder and harder and i think it is also yeah. becoming harder to break into yeah yeah so so uh, segueing into that I, I, I do so one question that um i know a lot of new players you did touch on it earlier a lot of new players ask is oh how, how do i know how do i know the price of things one because they're like either yeah. they want to train they like i don't know how much to charge or they basically come into the game they don't want to they want to make sure they're not getting ripped off what what in your what's your advice for like finding the right the, the right price for uh, certain resources so um the easiest thing you can do is ask people hmm. so there are there are publications that are out there mm-hmm. i i at the level i was trading at had had a good enough pulse on on anvil to go well actually you know i can form my own opinions on these i don't need to pay a ring for it okay. if you're very new and you're just starting that's i think that's that's i think the time they're useful um I, there's one there's a very famous one in the blast coast the marches have got one now there's one published up in the league and again if you really want to buy two yeah. or you know you buy one your mate buys one take notes um i think if you're looking to do trading and really get into the game then you need to be looking at don't don't take your first offer if you find six people trying to sell you green iron at a crown and you find one person trying to sell you green iron at 18 that's probably a good idea that people are managing to move it at a crown because they're still trying yeah um If I'm trying to sell something at a price and it's not moving, the price goes down. Yeah. Um, and the, but once you know what it's being sold for, you figure out what your time's worth. That actually, if you're happy to take a ring per ingot, it's it's very easy to buy things at 19 and sell them at a crown. If it, you know, if, if that's what the market's doing, yeah. a, a one ring variation is is really small. Uh, manners also are a really popular one because people tend to want bulk manner, but people also tend to have bulk manor for sale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give us the manner. Um, I've got I've, a ritual to do yeah. like ten minutes. <laughs> oh, I've I've done. I've only done it once. I think it was um my second event selling manor at the Regio at five minutes to time out on Sunday. Um, my my record is I have sold a manor crystal for four crowns. Yeah, I probably would have paid that at one point last night. Uh, And it was literally a group stood in the middle of the Regio who the ref had just come out of the little hut and gone, you're one short. (laughs) Convenience, right place, like you say, convenience. Yeah, absolutely. And they they literally just went to to their group. Has anyone got a mana crystal? Like six of them. And everyone went, no. And yeah, and I went up and went, well, I've got got a mana crystal. Mm Mm-hmm. 
don't get me wrong that again that's that's one of those things that you know i talk about how it used to be that market barely exists anymore yeah you've got three or four sellers of mana at the regio on a sunday now yeah Yeah. because it's a trick everyone knows yeah um and i think that that's kind of like a bit like the real world of that like if you're going out and you're getting advice from something the person giving you that advice it's clearly not good enough advice for them to be following it yeah um so I, I can sort of do a bit as I'm leaving the game, um, mm-hmm. but find find what people are offering. Yeah. You know, go in. I'm not saying pose as a buyer, but you know, yeah. find two or three sellers and go. How much are you selling for? And actually ask them and go. Are you selling at that price? And you know, some of them might be gits, but most of them are reasonable people. They'll tell you they like role playing. They like engaging with people. Exactly. Yeah. It's their game. Have a chat with them about them. Yeah. Talk to yeah talk to merchants don't believe a get rich quick scheme i think mm-hmm. it is think is the much like real life the, the yeah. only way to get to it yeah 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 so. no exactly i mean there's um a little competition they do in dawn and i don't know if they do it like every year but it's for the seneschals at the new seneschals in dawn and the competition that they were given um last time is they were each given one crown they're all like new players and new seneschals mm-hmm. they were each given a crown and told go grow it basically um and come back and like the person who is like increased it the most is yeah. you know win sort of thing and the kind the, the amount that they were bringing back starting with literally a crown and nothing else and they were yeah. new players and i'm like it's it, it's pretty incredible and like you said like talking to people and doing that role play and everything you can you can you can do pretty well with it yeah absolutely so i so I obviously had a very similar thing. I, my, my first event, I made a lot of money very quickly. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, you know, I did that by, by putting in the boot leather and by going, well, actually, my time is worth a ring. I will make one ring profit. That's fine. And, you know, and if it's not selling and I'm struggling, I'll break even and move on to the next thing. You've got to keep that. You've got to keep dynamic. You've got to keep moving. And, and that's the way you do it. But as you say, there were some players not me obviously who do a very similar thing and make a lot of money mm-hmm. yeah. i regularly get surprised you know by people who are you know just very keen to start their new character you know have written out you know want to talk to established merchants and you sort of read that letter and go well you know obviously wish you all the best but you know keen changes between the start of event and end of event and the number of people who have come in with you know law three and ended up with you know weapon master cleave cleave or something yeah <laughs> people hit the field and they find out what it's like and it's different yeah but you do get players who you know come in and go i want to be a trader and then you go well actually you know see how you do see if you like it yeah. um and then they make a bloody fortune yeah um it's... i've got i've got a friend in the league who's done exactly that you know on their first event we just got chatting in moorish mm-hmm. um and you know i, I you know, try trying not to be that guy, but I was sort of counting my coins in Warwick and going, okay, how much have I made this afternoon? You, you I'm about to go to the auction. You, you don't, apparently, but um, no, and it was it was it was in early days, and mm. I think that was the first time they'd ever seen a, a twenty thrown coin, and they and they had just stopped like in the middle of their meal and gone, I'm terribly sorry, but is that real? That they make twenties. Oh. Um, <laughs> And now that player is, you know, a quite serious political player in league economics. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got an entire, not a, not a group like a group of LARPers, but a group of characters who all are, you know, sort of small to medium sized businesses. 
who actually have gone, well, actually, in the league, there's a bit of a culture of if you're not huge, you're nobody. So actually, we're banding together and we're sort of throwing our weight around that. And he's put that together from scratch. And like, yeah. when I first met him, I'll be honest, my, my bet would have been, you know, do, doesn't make much of it. And I'm, I'm very glad to be proved wrong on that one. I really am. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, when, like, when we kind of like first started and everything, I had a green iron mine. And I was like, I don't know what part of the game I'm going to like. I've never done this before. Um, yeah. I have green iron. I guess I can like maybe trade that. And I thought, this is cool. I can trade it until I really quickly was like, I'm trading this for coins so I can buy beer. That's I kind of want the coin. But I don't want to do the legwork. So. And you could have just had a business or a farm and got the coin. Exactly. That's why like I changed it. I was like, this is just not really for me doing yeah. this sort of part. But then like since then, I now have I now have kids and Don who sell stuff for me and they just yeah. make me coin on the week at the weekend. Yeah. They have a brilliant game because they're <laughs> they managed yeah, to get a lot. <laughs> it's the noble and, way yeah. to do it. <laughs> it's the noble way. <laughs> Your child, go sell that for me, thanks. <laughs> I think I, I can imagine. Well, I mean, you 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 already alluded. You actually, I think you alluded to it before we started recording. But I think I think one of the keys, one like you say, convenience, but and what your time's worth. But I imagine successful trading is is done through a lot of walking or traversing the field. Is that right? <laughs> so it didn't used to be. Hmm. Um, I think Adon Adon's a bit of an exception, and one of the one of the one of the reasons he's got sort of as big and as famous as he is is because he's very visible. Like, Adon was never the biggest boss trader. Um, you know, Adon's seat was, I think, 160 thrones. You know, don't get me wrong, a lot of money. And I was I was very nervous counting that out at the auction, going, let's not drop anything. Um, <laughs> but I think an awful lot of that end of the trading game is actually fairly sedentary and fairly anonymous. Mm-hmm. Because if you're if you're you know if you're a senator who is building an army, you can look up a list of people who own a mithril mine. Mm-hmm. You're not wandering the field as a senator, going, "I really need to get the the hounds of glory built." Can anyone sell me mithril? No, you're going to people <laughs> who you know get thirty mithril a season. Yeah, and yeah. you're going, you you in your player pack yesterday got mm-hmm. thirty mithril. I'm building an army. Can we do a deal? Yeah. yeah. Whereas those i sort of had the opposite of that i was still buying from those people mm. but on a very different pitch of well i'm not building an army i'm gonna make a couple of crowns on it um so i think if you're trading for the money mm-hmm. then i think yes you you can be very visible you can put a lot of legwork in i my boots last about two empires as a dog really um, wow. <laughs> yeah um, i do about 50 miles of walking yeah, but that's where the, the, I'm. Just, I mean, that's 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 really where your character's fame came from. That's the thing. You, you can have you like so you you can be rich and anonymous, you know, but your your character's fame came from you uh, walking around the field uh, shouting mithril. There, right? Yeah, being <laughs> yeah, so absolutely. visible and so loud as well in the field. Yeah, it was, so so he, he used to be quite a polarizing character. There used to be an awful lot of people, and probably still are, that really didn't like the Mithril Man. Really? Well, um, so you, would, you wouldn't know now. You wouldn't, you wouldn't well, know. Well, no, they, 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 you know, they found him quite disruptive. They, you know, they, they'd be in a meeting and having an important bit, you know, high emotion role play, and just from <laughs> from the back of the tenant, from back of the tent, Mithril. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 
But I, I, I think I think he's grown on Anvil, and, and, and I think part of that is you know me taking a step back and being a little more sensitive with it. Mm-hmm. And I think quite a lot more of that was actually just people, you know, enough people have bought from him by this point. Um, well, I imagine then you like because yeah, you you, you became like the like the, you know the the ice the ice cream van of of. <laughs> <laughs> because you're like, you're not, like when you're used to ice cream vans you're just you're not like you're not like what what is this ice cream you're just like oh, yeah oh ice cream van and so you you know a lot of the time you don't go and get an ice cream but you know you know if yeah, you need an ice cream the ice cream van it's <laughs> become... yeah I, I i think that's that's almost certainly part of it um yeah. and you know there's also a lot of people who started you know going when I don't start to go, well, I'll never be able to afford Mithril. You know, you're, you're just wasting my time. That's just noise pollution. And then actually, they've sat around for four events on a business and not done anything and gone, hang on, I can afford a Mithril. Where's the, <laughs> Where the Mithril guy? The Mithril man. <laughs> yeah. and being... I, I, that, that was always the thing. I was hmm. never, I wasn't ever selling to big commissions. Hmm. I occasionally did, but like most of my sales were. Oh well, you know there, there was an opportunity that I could upgrade my business for one less wane this season. All of a sudden, it becomes slightly less economically terrible. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's yeah. the thing: upgrades are certainly business and farm upgrades are almost never worth it. Um, there's a few really niche cases, but I don't see them. But congregations are kind of worth it because they give really? you votes. They give you votes as a priest. You can't oh. just buy those. If I, if I upgrade my green iron mine, I've just spent 10 thrones on getting two more green iron in event. Whereas I could have just spent 10 thrones on quite a lot of green iron. Yeah. 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 But the, the things are either your national resource for um, you want more votes for your national boss voting things. Yeah. It's again, that's very niche. Military units and fleets for I want to contribute more to the military game. Um, or congregations for I'm a priest and I want more votes. I want to be a more authoritative priest. I, I, I didn't even think about that. I got to admit, I didn't yeah. like. I'm doing priesty things with my new character, but not. I'm, I didn't. I I chose a military unit again um, yeah. because I, I quite like that part of the game. But yeah, I didn't even actually think about yeah. having having the upgraded. Yeah, affecting that. That's, that's yeah. So one of the, one of the bits of trivia I really like about the synod game is if you've got four people and you want to form a synod faction, it's actually better to have uh, three congregations and a mana site so one of you can just cast the enchantment on congregations. You get more votes that way. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> just do the enchantments on it, yeah. Because like, yeah. I was just about to say that, because when you said about like the military thing, I was like, yeah, because a lot of times... Um, you know, if you want to, if you want to, you know, want to upgrade your military, you're probably better off just putting an enchantment on it every, <laughs> every yeah, you know. But the the thing is, with a military unit, you can both you can enchant it and upgrade it. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not one or the other. Yeah. So there's there's like a lot of people who go out. There's quite a lot of culture in the brass coast. Of, I want the biggest fleet. Mm-hmm. And actually, there there are people out there who it, it's cheaper to get the permanent ritual to give them six ranks on their fleet than it is to upgrade it another six times. Yeah. Yeah. And just spend, you know, 60, 70 Ilium or whatever it is, as opposed to spending that much Weirwood. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's quite cool that you can discover this this type of thing in game because i gotta admit like this one of the things that i discovered with the with the experience points because sometimes you look at that experience points you gain experience pretty slowly um in this game and you're like oh you know you know i could do that and then i've got that but i really would like to do that and then now we've been playing the game for quite a while when i made this character i'm like Oh no! I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put in hero points and everything else. So if if I want anything, I'm just gonna have magical armor, magical weapons, um, yes. enchantments when I need it. You know, <laughs> now I know how it works. You're like, I'm not gonna waste yeah. experience points on that. I can do it another way, and that's cool. Oh, yeah, I, I wasted that. so many experience points on my on my last character just with like, and and now obviously you just said like there's so many magical like you know armor and weapons and enchantments yeah. and things that people could do onto my character. I'm like I could just save the experience. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going back to a fighty character for the first time since my uh, since my last Freeborn, and yeah. I, I fight a lot of other LARPs. So mm-hmm. sort of Empire's always been a bit. Well, I could if it fits the character, mm-hmm. but I'm sort yeah. of going through the build, and obviously I've got a thankful I've got a really good group behind me nice. who are going. Yeah, we've got a bit of money. We'll we'll sort you out for some items and things. And I'm actually looking and going. Well, I'm I'm almost getting more from items and rituals than I am, than I am from XP. Yeah, as long as you have the ability to say if you want if you want like a uh, you know a great weapon, you know, then yeah. you want to do all this crazy stuff with it, you just need to buy the the, the mastery, and then you're like, oh, I can I can just buff myself all yeah. around yeah. that weapon. Then you know you only need to spend a couple of points, and that's that's it. Yeah, so I've I've got quite a lot of XP saved from sort of previous years and previous characters. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm going back back to being a battle mage. Um, I, I I'm firmly in the camp of eight XP battle mages are really naff, um, because you've got to spend Particularly, if you want to be a battle mage with a shield, which uh-huh. I think is significantly the best battle mage. Uh-huh. That's magician for two, battle mage for two, shield for two. Yeah. And then you still can't even cast an offensive spell. I was just about to say, yeah, it's 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 a it's a, it's a tricky build, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm thankfully going in with quite with quite a lot more XP than that. So mm-hmm. I, I I've got extra mana and I've got a couple of spells and and then things like that. Yeah. So I'm, but I wouldn't I. I would say I dread to think what battle mages look like E1Y1, but there's been so many changes since then. It's it's a completely different beast. Um, like when you used to cast an offensive spell, you were affected as well. Wait, what? <laughs> so original original battle mages rule: you had sympathetic magic. If I paralyze you, I am also paralyzed. What? <laughs> You're going to make sure you have a lot of friends around you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm going to point out, you still couldn't wear any armor. That sucks. <laughs> it was the Battle Mages got a fairly heavy rewrite after after about the first year. I'm not surprised. After everyone was just going, these are awful. Yeah, no yeah like, yeah. 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 How frustrating like, would it be? Just repel and just have to go <laughs> running away hey, but, each other. So that was actually quite a good use case. Because you're getting away, you're yeah, further away from them. Exactly, because the point of repel <laughs> is you want something as far away from you as yeah, possible. Yeah. So generally, repel was my, oh no, I'm losing this fight button. I'm going back to the healers, you're going away. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that, that's a good point. That's a good point. You mentioned, because um, we've, we've been we're almost at time, but I, I, wanna, I do want to ask you about... Um, because uh, you, you mentioned other LARPs you do, uh, I do want to ask you what because um, obviously you've been playing Empire for a long time. When when did you yeah. like start laughing and? Uh, Empire was my first. Empire was well, first. Oh. Sorry, my my university. Let's have a, a fall around with some Nerf guns in in one of the teaching blocks was my first. Yeah. Uh, my first my first proper LARP <laughs> was, was Empire. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Uh, other LARPs I do, I do Fools and Heroes, which is a branch-based linear system. Okay. So it's not a fest. You're not there for a weekend. You're, you're a group of uh, adventurers hired for a mission. Um, it's, cool. you, yeah, you, 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 so there's two missions in a day. You play one and monster the other. Um, it's on a, it's on a sort of it's twenty quid a year for as many as you want oh, to do. Really? It's really grassroots. That's yeah, cool. really grassroots, really cheap. Yeah. So we're not paying for crew. We're not paying for site. It's yeah. all on public land. It, it's very much a society of of, uh, of volunteers. It's yeah. run democratically. It's got yeah. it's got a lot going for yeah. it. Yeah, I, I quite we've like got... the idea of doing something like that because we've only ever done Empire, and that's one thing you do miss out of Empire. Other skirmishes and things like that, but you miss that kind of like D and D party, like exactly where, um, the, where yeah. the protagonist type thing, you know. But yes, yeah, similarly on linears, um, I do Labyrinth, which is down in Chislehurst Caves, mm -hmm. which is an old chalk mine. If, if you've never LARPed in Chislehurst Caves, absolutely do. It's a wonderful venue. So you're uh, in like actual caves then? Actual caves. Oh my yeah. Gosh. <laughs> uh, they, they were like Saxon tunnels in like the 8th century or something. And they were, they were a bit of chalk mine, a fungus farm. They were a munitions store during the war for anti-air guns. There's a lot of heritage down there. Yeah. And it's now a LARP site. And now it's a LARP site. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a really complicated system. If you haven't got a head for maths, be careful. Um, but it's, it's, it's a system I absolutely love. Um, I write for The Zone LARP while, while, while we're plugging things, which is Ooh, a laser, laser tag-based uh, LARP outside Manchester. Okay. Um, the, the sort of premise is there's a, a nuclear storage facility as allegedly blown up and you are all playing mercenaries looting the exclusion zone uh and there's a lot of like conspiracy theory a lot of sort of sci-fi science going on uh that that's really good uh, -huh. uh when... humanity ascendance another one yeah. i want to give a shout out for uh, -huh. uh which is you've just come out of the bunkers after nuclear war and society's carried on without you um that sounds like a really cool concept. It is, and it's so I I play. I don't. I haven't actually been in a while because because of real life. But I've I've got a I've got a diplomat I play essentially for you know. Because obviously we're, we're British in the bunkers. We kept a civil service. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm coming up and like talking to all, all these tribes of people that have regressed to, you know, using you know twentieth century weapons. Um, but no, that that's that that's also really fun. I think those are the main. Yeah, I think I think those are the main ones I do. Mm -hmm. uh, I do... Going back to the one that you write Sorry, for. Sorry, yeah, when, when 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 is that on? When do you do you run that? Uh, I should have a better answer for that. Um... <laughs> we'll, we'll put all before the information down. In yeah, the, we'll put everything in so um, people can go check yeah. it out and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's it's one in, in the school holidays because the 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 guy the head ref uh, is is a school teacher, so it's normally mm -hmm. right yeah. at the end of the. Of the school holidays to give us a, to give us some time to prep, but that's yeah, no, that, 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 like that's absolutely packing project. <laughs> yeah, Fantastic. not enough larps during the school holidays. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because I I know we, we before we were recording as well, we were talking about Empire and how it used to be like four days and things like that. I, yeah, there's, 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 there's there is some some part of me that's like, oh, I kind of wish it was still on those um like bank holiday weekends sometimes because. It, it it can be a little bit rough, kind of go. <laughs> like for. Yeah. I mean, not not for me, but, but more so for Robin, because you know you have to. Go yeah, and... I work in a high school, uh, so yeah. I'm like a um, supervisor for the detention stuff in the high school. And this week, coming back to work after, it was cool because I was playing a bit of a darker character, so I kind of just didn't really break character for the week. <laughs> yeah. But I could have been really done with a bank holiday. <laughs> yeah. So I. I... 
So I did a, a four-day first sort of labyrinth. We went, we went out of the caves and went to the scout site. Um, and even playing a character not wearing armor, just playing, just playing a sort of mind wizard, just at the end of it, you're still going, <sighs> and you're, you're catching your breath. And it was, I was, I was stuck in that character's accent for a good week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever, did you ever have? I mean, I, I, I was surprised how easily I slipped into my new character, an empire. Do you, do you ever? Um... Because yeah, how, how, you've been playing the Mithril Man for quite a while, so I mean, do do you get any like anxious like, oh yeah, is it going to be difficult going into um, the new one? Because we've got a long, we've got the long dark now, so yeah. So I think so. Adon Adon was nine events, which is mm-hmm. you know for, for some people that that's an extremely long character. For me, that that's about normal to be honest. I mean, um, but it's about the same length as my previous Freeborn, yeah. m- much shorter than my Winter Marker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to my next one. You've you've obviously got to deal with the emotions. I'm still not over it on, and I and I probably won't be until about six o'clock Friday of E1. Yeah. Um. But yeah. you know you 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 move forward. I've I've been kitting for the last couple of days. My my first parcel of kit arrived about an hour before we started oh, recording. Nice. So I'm That's starting to get a little bit excited. Yeah. I, I, like we I know we found it quite therapeutic. Kind of like. Uh because you're like oh no i don't you know yeah i I really miss him and it's gutting and i don't know what i'm going to do next but most of the people we speak to lost characters that are missing them they usually jump straight into like you know looking at kicks is it is therapeutic i know on on the drive home when we like at e3 we were like oh we have no people ask what are you gonna do next we are like we're not even gonna think about that and as soon as we got in the, the the car we were like okay maybe we should do this and some of it i'm thinking this you're thinking that but it made (laughs) us feel better yeah, I think that's absolutely it. I think if you if you try and force it be- before it comes to you, then actually you're just slogging through it and you're just going to feel like it's a chore. Yeah. But actually, one- once the hype hits, mm-hmm. once it's there, just just run into it and you'll you'll not go far wrong. I think. Yeah. 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 I mean, like for me personally, I. I knew what I didn't want to do. And like so many people were coming up being like, yeah. why don't you try like a throwaway character in another nation for a vet? Try this. And I was like, that is the last thing I wanted to do. Like I, all I knew for definite is I didn't want a throwaway character because I mean, out of character, it costs money to get kit and yeah. to come to an event and to yeah. book time off work. So I didn't want just a throwaway character. And I thought, well, um, well, like you were saying about E4, you put the long dark. I'm glad we were at E3 because it allowed us to test out a character concept before yeah. the long dark hit. And yeah, it's it must be much yeah. tougher for you having that long dark to kind of wait for you yeah. on. But it does mean I've got a whole long dark to get hit together. It does, it yeah. does. I was very much like chucking things together. Yeah, yeah it was. It was I was like calling up Wormwick, being like, "We'll be here yeah, in time." Yeah, I, I just yeah, because it, it was it was that way. I was like, "Well, I don't want to." Yeah, like it's it's E three. Definitely going to E four. Got to have a new concept, and it was and also the the time frame was actually shorter. Like it was oh, there's yeah. only like five weeks between E three and E four, yeah. and because we were like, we we were really freaking torn up about our character death as well. Like we we were we were so freaking depressed. Like like the the yeah. week after, um, that we're just like look, we you know we just want a break. We just want that, and then. You have a break, and then you're like, "Crap, okay, let's think about character concepts." And then before you know, it, you're like, "Crap, I've got like two weeks before." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before I haven't got anything together, you know. So, 
Yeah, so I think uh, touching on what you mentioned earlier, Robin, about knowing what you don't want to do, I think I think sometimes that is so much easier. Yeah. Um, like I, so I, I put out obviously a post where after Don had gone, I go, hey everyone, yeah, thanks for all the good times. I'm looking at a new group. Anyone want to pitch me something? And I went down. I want to play one of these nations, and I'm looking to play one of these concepts. And I had yes. obviously not not gonna just sort of name and shame here, but I had at least three groups go, hey, do you want to play a trader in our group? And I'm like. No. <laughs> no, not really. No way. <laughs> I've already like, done that. Don't get me wrong. I, I've done that one. I've proved I can do it. I'm I am more than happy never seeing real money again. Mm-hmm. You know, give me 18 rings to drink with and some mana to cast a spell and I'm golden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but and, but in fact, so many groups were sort of the complete opposite end of that. Yeah. And just going, you know, hey, really sorry to hear about Adon. You know, we've read we've read through your post. We've seen what you've looked for. Here's who we are. Let us know if you think this will drive with you. And I've had three or four groups, um, quite a lot from Dawn, in fact, who have actually been really, really opening. Go, you know, whatever you want to play, if it's going to gel with our group concept, have a chat and let's do it. So I think yeah. the commute. That's another way that communities really come out and actually made made losing a dod, made losing the mythical man so much easier for me. Yeah, we we had. I mean, we we were uh, we were lucky enough to have a bit of that too. Um, Robin, like when when yeah. our characters died, we had a few people kind of reaching out and like, look, you know, there's yeah, there's a, there's a seat at our table if you you know if you you know if you if you if you don't know where to go and there was no there was never any like oh yeah come and you know c- come and do exactly what you were doing before because you do get I mean you get this happens in real life as well like you get pigeonholed you know people yeah, go absolutely. oh you, you, you're good at this therefore you know you, when you're like oh yeah you know I want to change my career people go oh yeah well why don't you try this and they'll say something that is pretty much identical yeah. to what you're already doing yeah. it's yeah. like no I want to try something different you know yeah, it really so I'm, just... I'm, I'm vaguely making my way sort of around the big games as it works. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've done I've done a big impact synod priest. I've done a, a big impact conclave. I've just finished <laughs> a, an economic. So you know I've I'm running out of options. It, it, it's military council. Military council or... then, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like yeah, senate, senate or military council. Yeah. Oh no, there's, still, no, there's plenty. There's plenty. Tiny yeah, things. I... You could be an exemplar. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, no, that's a game. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, 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 obviously, I've never, I've never pushed for. I think if you, the exemplar game should be, your mates push for something for you. I, I've never quite felt comfortable. I know obviously people do it, and I don't begrudge them it. But I've, I've never felt I could be in the position of going, well, I'm an exemplar. Um, if people yeah. want to do that, and I know a lot of people, there've been a lot of jokey posts around that have been you know, quite heavily moderated of we should make the Mithril Man and these and I'm just going, if that's what you want to do, fine, but do it in a field. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Don't don't throw out on Facebook. Because one, if it does happen, everyone's just gonna turn around and go, well, exemplar by Facebook. Yeah. And B, yeah. there's so much more game to it doing it in the field. Like I've played the Synod game. I've I've stood opposite a room and had people try and convince me their mates an exemplar. And actually you it's it's really good for you because you get to live those memories of your friend, mm-hmm. you know, and then your friend's virtue, even though they're not there, that person is still making game, and it's just far more engaging doing it in the field. Yeah, yeah. We're like talking about like the um the rumor mill and everything at um, Empire as well, 
And because obviously this is at the start of the event we're talking about this time where like, you know, you say one thing to somebody before you know it, it's completely blown up and it's it's, yeah. it's gone somewhere else by the end of it. Now, the new empress was announced at around about the time that people were talking about the Mitchell man dying. And I'm just waiting for E1 to come to have the, to see if that rumor has grown into the Mithril Man's in your empire. Did you hear? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have, don't have one. I'm hoping sort of for comic effect confused person that heard the Mithril Man's been murdered by a Varushkin. The new empress is a Varushkin. The empress murdered the Mithril Man. Yes. <laughs> That's a type of rumor mill. I'm actually I'm actually waiting for, uh, I'm, I'm waiting for, um, his uh, his funeral to be bigger than the coronation. That'll be the next. Th- <laughs> that'll be the next. Um, that'll be the next thing. <laughs> I, I I very deliberately asked asked my partner to keep me out of the arrangements for the funeral. Yeah. Like it's a if if you want to whisper me, give me a time, and I'll try and be at the radio if the character's free. Yeah. Um. But I I I understand plans exist. I know very little about them. Yeah. I, I, I think that that's the way to do it like i, I don't so. want to keep living through a dons i want to start making a new game yeah i mean it was it was, it was weird for us no, it wasn't weird it was it was awesome but also it's it's, it's a strange experience again because you like you don't like in real life you don't get to uh hear people talking about you like that we're different from that point of view and like we're playing new characters we're playing we, we are playing with the same group of friends but you know there are like songs being performed about our old characters and there are that there are plans for whispers and things like that and it's it, it's but it, it's it's weird because obviously you just gotta just gotta sit back and just be like well just let just let everyone get on with it you know <laughs> if you want to organize yeah. it they can organize it you know so. yeah 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 fantastic right we are we're at t- we're at time folks that absolutely absolutely flew by um absolutely yeah is there anything else you want to uh, you want to plug uh, we'll put all the information for your for your larps that you write for and, and whatnot and every all the ones you mentioned as well yeah, um, yeah. down the down in the comments is there anything else you want to you want to no, plug no, or, or say to the wider empire community before you um, uh, well you... just just the obvious you know a don's been a great run and I'm I'm looking for looking for, looking forward to being in the field with you all for the next one. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss the calls of Mithril White Granite. Uh, I, I'm expecting some copycats. I wouldn't worry. <laughs> well, oh, that was another thing. When everybody was standing around for the trial, some people were just walking back and forward shouting Mithril <laughs> in your memory. <laughs> There was a point when we were walking the nations. We're like, we need to get the word out. How do we get the word out? And we're like, we need the Mithril man to get the word out. That something has happened. Like every nation, as soon as the words, the Mithril man is dead, it was just everyone like you touched every nation. It was absolutely incredible. I mean, I think that that's another thing. As you say, at its core, the the gameplay loop of the Mithril man was I had some money. I had some stuff. I was walking around. And that's how I made the money. Anyone can do that. Yeah. You know, anyone who gets a throne in their pack at the start of event can go around shouting dragon bone, anyone who buys some dragon bone. Yeah. So Adon was inspired by a much older character who went around the field just going artisans, materials, buy, sell or trade in a sing song voice. And I've no idea who okay. the player of that character was, but <laughs> I, I stood there as my winter marker and went, if I ever play a trader, I'm doing that. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Um, and and a year later, after I started it on, I learned that he died by being stabbed in a tent. So, uh, 
<laughs> Singing trader is apparently a dangerous line of work. Yeah. Oh, you know, I was going to say, hopefully more people will be people will be inspired by your story, but <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Like... I'm sure there will. But yeah, you 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 absolutely. The thing is, if there, if there's there shouldn't really be a right way or wrong way to play the game, but I think if there was, I think you definitely did it. I think you definitely did it Thank the right you. way yeah. because because well. yeah, leaving that much of an impression um on a on a on a group of people and on the game is is pretty impressive and from um, the sounds of it with all your characters so i'm quite interested to see yeah, what well, happens with your next yeah, one exciting yeah stuff. so I, my mate my mate who mentioned that they keep that they keep on going out of the mouth they also keep mentioned they keep getting bigger so um who knows the uh, where, where, the, where the future holds <laughs> yeah i'm looking forward to see it well we appreciate anthony thank you very much for coming on uh we'll wave goodbye to the podcast and every all the listeners see you later folks Bye. if you enjoyed this episode make sure that you follow make sure you subscribe so you know when a new episode is posted we will put all the links in the video and the episode description for the larps mentioned by anthony and also the song by our friend sue as well down there make sure that you go and check out some of our other content we have done surrounding empire larp and larping in general some of our guest episodes until the next time though we love you and stay safe